0: Welcome to the Atlanta Sports Podcast, a recap of the week in Atlanta sports, created by Atlanta sports fans for Atlanta sports fans. Welcome to episode 35 of the Atlanta Sports Podcast. If you're listening to us, we have brand new software where you can see our bright and smiling faces. At least Jeremy and I are smiling. Garrett looks like somebody stole his cookie. Yeah, I don't know
1: why anybody would want that, but we're providing it, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you can now watch the Atlanta Sports Podcast. Where that's going to go, we don't know yet. Probably a YouTube channel. Check out. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter if you don't already at atl Sport did podcast.
2: You, did you say
1: YouTube? Yes, well, I, have two, I have two video right. channels. Just, I'll see which one that's more appropriate.
0: <laughs> so we'll share on twitter where that this video is going to end up and uh, we'll make sure all the other ones get there as well uh but awesome this week guys we finally get to talk about football Somewhat. which is a positive and a negative so I'm excited. <laughs> so jeremy other than being super distracted by the fact that garrett's recording in a bedroom
2: Is it distracting that I'm laying on the bed right now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Other than uh, other than that, Jerry, what was your takeaways from, uh, from the Falcons game versus the Seahawks this past Sunday?
1: Well, kind of when I had the commentary about what I thought about how the season was going to go, kind of tied to the way the game went. But for some reason, when I made my picks for how the season was going to go Win loss wise, I I decided to go ten and six. <laughs> I think I need a redo on that.
2: No, we're sticking to it.
1: I'm gonna go five and eleven or four and twelve. From ten, try to tell you guys,
2: y'all are extremely confident.
1: And and really, I think I think the season kind of is gonna go down to whether we can win or lose the game on Sunday. Like, because if we're zero and two, I don't see any way we're making a run at the playoffs. It's just. We're too inconsistent. We we make terrible decisions. I mean, have, have y'all ever seen a, a team in a competitive game go for it four times on fourth down?
2: <laughs> and miss all four?
0: Well, that's what I was texting y'all during the game. And, and I thought about, you know, we maybe we should live tweet during games. And then I thought, you know what, we probably shouldn't because... It's a whole lot of negativity. At least I know from Jeremy and I. Garrett goes pretty silent because I, I think when he gets angry, he just doesn't talk or say anything. But Jeremy I get and, angry
2: I, and I and I give up pretty early.
0: Yeah, Jeremy and I just uh, just lose our minds. So when Daniel's but like probably a good... minutes
1: behind too, so he he's texting me about stuff that happened 20 minutes ago, and I have to figure out what happened. That's, that's true. I'm that's trying... a
2: classic. That's a classic Daniel move. We need to address.
0: But that's because I usually record it and I get started a little bit later because I got to put the little ones down for naps, which is perfect timing because they nap from one to three jackpot. So I got to catch up with the little uh, fast forward through the commercials. So I do what I do. But you never seem
2: to catch up to like the third quarter. So <laughs> I don't understand.
1: <laughs> about, and then you're texting about something that I don't I don't know if you're talking about a current play or a play that happened 20 <laughs> minutes ago.
2: Yeah, you want to comment of the oh, how about that big hit? And it's like, I don't who are you referring to? <laughs>
0: it started off so great. The big hit was line. was Grady and uh Dante Fowler tag team in Russell Wilson and uh unfortunately <laughs> Actually, it's uh to cross the... over to the other channel now,
2: Jeremy. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Unfortunately, the rest of the game didn't go that well. So, yeah, but... I
2: I pretty much wrote the game off. Uh, let's see, halftime, the Falcons actually made a field goal, fourteen to twelve. Okay, I'm fine with that. They uh, let's see they held them to a fourth and five. I think it's fourth and five. I'm expecting a punt. I got to be honest. I had to go out, walk out to my garage to take care of a few things, getting boxes down, expecting to come back, see the Falcons with the ball. What do I walk back into? The Seahawks kicking an extra point. What happened? To take a Was 20 Oliver? Lead. At that point, I I knew. The Falcons didn't have a shot to come back.
1: Well, I knew we weren't going to win. In that first drive, to where it was a, the what fort was the third and twenty one or something, they threw the ball deep to the their five yard line. We get the pass interference call. I'm like, okay, this is the same this same crap as last year. Like, it's gonna be the same thing. Like, you got no discipline. Like, you got we had three defenders back there, and the one guy's holding on the to the receiver. I mean, it was three on one and. You know, he, he, he can't control himself and keep from holding the wide receiver. So, it just – I mean, I was I was down from that. Uh, it it was just a mess the whole game. I mean, I felt
2: – so Correct me if I'm wrong, but the first three offensive plays were all run plays, correct?
0: Correct. And this, the third one, I was in there going, please don't run the ball here. Please don't run the ball. Do play action. And ran the ball and Gurley lost two or three yards on the play. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Although
2: so he uh, did answer the he quick. did answer the one criticism. So the Falcons
1: had
0: only had twenty one rushes. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. The Falcons only had twenty one rushes <laughs> all game.
2: Three of them came in the first three plays. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the commitment to the run? It was like cutters. Matt saying, Ryan threw like, oh, the ball fifty four times. We're gonna we're gonna run the ball. See, I ran it three straight times to start the game. And now we're going to go back to normal. Screen passes, a couple runs with Brian Hill. I don't understand.
1: Yeah, and the third the third play, he brought in Brian Hill for short yardage. It's like you brought in Tard Gurley to be our number one back, and then you're taking him out on third down and two to bring in Brian Hill, our smallest back. I just
0: Ito uh, is probably the smallest back. But, yeah, I'm with you. It was Gurley – Gurley played well. Like the first half was it, uh, was it ten carries for fifty one or fifty four yards, something like that, in a touchdown. I would have loved to have seen him continue to feed Gurley, but is is that a true uh, stat? Are
2: you, are you confident no, in that ten for fifty no, four?
1: He's
0: not. I'm very confident. It's either ten for fifty one or ten for fifty four.
2: Well, either way, he finished the game with 14 carries for 56 yards. So if that's the case, and he only got four carries in the second yes, half. Yes, the second half they didn't use
0: four them. yards. Yes, 100% Thanks. correct. So it, uh, it was a frustrating, frustrating day. And it started off positive, right? We had two sacks. Tack McKinley started the game with a sack. Now, everybody's been all over that. I will point out that basically he just ran like unblocked. He just didn't act like he was, he just didn't follow the run. Like it was meant to for him to, to go down the line of scrimmage, chase down the run. And he went straight to Russell Wilson. So it was more of the That's poor play design than Tack all of a play. sudden.
2: It's still a play he doesn't make the previous
0: three years. That, that is true. That is true. So, but Tack gets the sack early. You know, you have the Grady sack uh, with Dante Fowler uh, that first drive. Uh, They pick up three sacks in the first half, I believe, if I remember right. So the defensive line, like there were bright spots. The defensive line, I thought played pretty solid. What is Garrett doing? Uh, (laughs) That was so many comments. I just wanted to make that I decided not to. What's the problem? (laughs) So the defensive line, like I said, played well. I thought the linebackers played, played pretty well. Um, The DBs, though, to me, is is where there's a lot of concern. Every single pass thrown towards A.J. Terrell was caught. Not some of the passes, not most of the passes. Every pass thrown at A.J. Terrell was caught. That's a problem.
1: Well, he looks like Brent Grounds is a little brother.
0: (laughs) He does. I've I've coached middle school kids that are bigger than, than A.J. Terrell. What's the... Everything I heard coming out of camp, though,
2: was, oh, AJ Terrell's looking really good, and Julio going at it (laughs) one-on-one. It's looking good, hyping him up. And I just completely fell on his face.
0: Based on what I saw Julio do after a couple... Julio jumped in the air, caught the ball, got hit in the air, didn't go down, landed, and still trucked somebody else before he got taken down. So I would love to see AJ Terrell... Try to tackle Julio Jones because I think that would be that would be a, a murder.
1: Yeah, he, he couldn't cover Julio if Julio had a broken leg. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah that that was disappointing. I mean, the whole backfield was disappointing. I mean, I we had one Oliver had one good play the whole game that I saw, and then I mean the rest of the game we we just weren't even close to the to the other team, and they weren't doing anything. No. Create. I mean, it was running little passes to the to the flats, and you know, just letting their players make plays for the most part.
0: Yeah, it uh, it was disappointing. Not only was AJ Terrell bad, the the DBs. I never heard of this stat. Apparently, there's there's a statistic that tracks uh, how many how many throws were into tight windows for the quarterback. And of, of all of, of Russell Wilson's completions, none of them were into a tight window. And the tight window is considered when you have a, a DB within one yard of the receiver. So none of his completions had a defender within a yard of the wide receiver, which, again, tells me that the DBs are a problem. Not only are the DBs a problem, we didn't really change the scheme at all. Like They just picked us apart and we continue to do the same thing. Both, yeah, both, one hundred percent, both. So it's it's.
2: Is is there a stat? How many times the safety gets a sack without being blocked? <laughs> oh my god! He gets a tackle.
0: You must be reading through my text messages because that was one of mine. Was how many times are we gonna let?
2: No, I deleted those.
0: <laughs> how many times are we gonna let? I'm gonna forget his name. I'm gonna have to look at my Jamal Adams. Is Jamal Adams? Is that right? Yeah. Are we gonna let him go unblocked off the line of scrimmage? One, he stopped Gurley on a on a third and one, maybe, maybe a fourth and one. Uh, and then another he stacked sacked Ryan or was pressure, and then another where he pressured Ryan off the edge. And nope like one hundred percent unblocked, not chipped with a running back, not a tight end putting hands on him first, just right off the line.
1: Uh well, to be fair, yeah. we we we've got Luke Stalker running go routes. So, yeah, I don't, I there ball. was a lot
0: of Luke Stalker going on in that game as well. There was, <laughs> this is not the most positive podcast we've ever no, had. This, it it's was
1: a brutal game.
0: We, <laughs> we were all so excited to have football come back, and now here we are, unhappy and sad. Although I am rocking my Falcons gear, unlike you two. Uh, not only am I rocking my Falcons gear, let's, uh, I'm rocking my Falcons gear from the Super Bowl. Maybe that's why we're losing. Should I've got should I've gotten rid of this by now? Is that why we're losing?
2: The last time I ever had hope in the Falcons. So are you all familiar with the PD stat for the NFL? I don't know.
1: Did you say PED or PD? Performance enhancing drugs. (laughs) PD. No. No.
0: Passes. Passes defended. All right.
2: Let Let me define it for you. For the stat to be recorded, the defender has to get his hands on the ball to disrupt the pass, either through a deflection or by knocking a nearly caught ball out of the receiver's grasps. You know, take a shot at how many uh, pass deflections the Falcons had on uh, Sunday? One. You're correct. One.
0: Yeah, I like Oliver. By, Sir, yeah. by
2: Sir Tack McKinley.
0: Uh, uh, what?
2: Al- not, a si- not a single DB had one. I don't know.
1: That and mean, you're not thinking. That didn't count the
2: box score doesn't lie.
0: You're not thinking DK Metcalf where the ball hit him in the hands and he just dropped it. That did that count for us?
1: No, no, that wouldn't count.
2: The Seahawks had seven.
1: Wow, well, they were also allowing the Seahawks players to ta- tackle the Falcons receivers. Also, I mean,
0: yeah, there was Hayden Hurst had one where it, it was maybe the first play of the second half first drive of the second half maybe and uh, and Hurst got tackled before the ball even got there he had a he actually had a couple where he had legitimate complaints of getting tackled before the ball even arrived that's cuz he's not getting any separation yeah, i don't i'm too y'all are too quick to hate on hayden hurst i thought he played a pretty decent game garrett immediately sent some text if he was not impressed the one thing that i was super unimpressed all. with hayden hurst was the deep bomb like end of the game it's really over. Let's just throw it up. So I'm talking about he couldn't get two inches off the ground. That was yes, his his vertical leap was honestly about the same as mine, and I have no meniscus in my right knee and an ACL that's been repaired. So it was it was bad. The that vertical was leap was not good.
1: My thing is, we gave up a second round pick for him. I mean, we didn't give up a fourth round pick. Yeah, I don't understand the the thinking behind that because. We could have used a running back in the second round. I mean, there's a number of places where we could have used to upgrade. And to use that on a tight end is kind of.
0: Well, like I told you yesterday, I think, Jeremy, was it yesterday when I called you? I don't remember. The days are running together. Would you rather rather Dimitrov have another pick or just take Hayden Hurst? Because Dimitrov likely would have taken maybe a, a center, a left tackle, maybe a quarterback, something useless, or would have just completely missed on an important position?
1: Like we did in the first round. <laughs> and it's Garrett, not don't
0: like give me those set, eyes.
1: I would call like, you Garrett, but you don't answer like anymore.
2: We're, it's not like we're set at tight end for the next five years. Correct. So <laughs> yeah. who cares? Take another swing at somebody else. Or the Ravens didn't need Hayden Hurst. Like, <laughs> they, you're probably giving him a fourth round pick for him
1: we're going to give you a second round pick for somebody that you is a second string tight end.
2: Yeah. They were probably <laughs> on a video call like this, looking around like, Oh, okay. They want to give us a second. We would have taken a fifth,
1: but all right.
2: Sure.
0: Yeah. To me, the verdict, the the, the verdict's still out on Hayden Hurst. I, I thought he had some bright moments. I thought he, he's going to be okay. <laughs> it's one game. <laughs> it's one game. There was no preseason, right? Like this, it's going to take a little bit of time for that chemistry with him and Matt Ryan, but I think he's got the skill set to be a, an impactful player. Well,
2: well, clearly the Seahawks had a preseason, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll pick my, the Kirk Seahawks pick are them.
0: just better. If you remember in our pickems, I I picked for us to lose to the Seahawks and still have us going ten and six. So th- there's still bright light at the end of the tunnel.
2: Yeah, I'm a something must have been wrong with me last week because I was pretty confident the Falcons wouldn't wouldn't win, but for some reason I went W against the Seahawks. <laughs> I think that's how my my standings got up to eight and eight.
0: So well, let's not pretend like Russell Wilson's elite. Let's not pretend that he's not elite. Like every, it
2: doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't it, matter because the Falcons refused to change their game plan. Uh, and I'm not even, disagreeing, but I, still, I mean, outside of Jeremy, team. not not understanding the Velcro defense and how to beat it, <laughs> even. Any sane person playing Madden understands, oh, if I can't can't do what I want offensively, I'm going to have to try something else. Or, man, I should probably not not go towards Adams. I should run away from him, or I should block him. They didn't. Whatever the Seahawks
0: gave up to get Jamal Adams, by the way, they didn't give up enough. They should have given up more. He was the best player on the field, and that's with Julio Jones on the field. He was the best player on the field. See, when you trade a high-round
1: pick, that's the kind of player you want to get. Not a second in second pick tight end that can't make it on Baltimore.
2: Not Hayden. I'm a white man who can't jump Hurst. <laughs> <Right>. Wow. <laughs> I did y'all hear Cutter's comments? I think oh, it was I Monday, I guess. No. He was just talking about uh, Jamal Adams and how it's so rare to see a defensive <laughs> scheme or a player come down to the line of scrimmage so much and make so many plays and come from the backside of the play to make so many tackles. Oh, sometimes you only see it once or twice a game, not, you know, the 10 times he did it. It's like, well, then block him. Try something different. After you see it the first five times. I'm sorry. Change your scheme. Yes. just Be like, Oh, we didn't, we weren't expecting that. What did you want us to do <laughs> between Jamal Adams? And then when Matt Ryan got the ball off, I swear every time he was thrown over the middle, right to where Bruce Irvin was. Yeah. So between those two players, we were just going right at him for some reason.
0: Yeah, Jamal Adams was everywhere. He was, he was down blitzing. He was covering Julio Jones. He was playing linebacker position. Like he was everywhere on the field. And like I said, best he was the best player on the field. I, I know Jeremy you mentioned the other day that you wish the Falcons had traded for him and I would I would give up every every pick in this past draft to get, be able to get uh, Jamal Adams on the Falcons. I mean he is he is a difference maker defensively. And there's not a lot of guys like that. Like I think of Khalil Mack as a difference maker. Jamal Adams is a difference maker. Um I mean there's not a lot of guys I put on that list. Maybe maybe JJ Watt when he's I'll, healthy.
1: I'll give them AJ Terrell, our first round pick, and Hayden Hurst, our second round pick. <laughs> for Jamal Adams.
0: Yeah, that was uh That was impressive. I mean I'm not he he was he was impressive, I'm not gonna lie.
2: What's what's your grade on the O line?
0: See, see I can't blame the, <laughs> I can't blame the O line for Jamal Adams. What's I blame you? that more that's not that's not 100% him. Uh, I mean, that's not 100% of the O-line. One, Matt Ryan's got to ad- slide protection when he sees that, right? So that's partly on Matt Ryan for not sliding protection. It's partly on Cutter for not using – put your hand down. It's partly on Cutter for not using a running back or a tight end to chip him, right? Like, it's a it's not one thing you can point at and say it's the offensive line's fault. I thought the offensive line – I'd give him a a B
1: to B+. Plus. What about on the fourth down play to where we were trying to run up the middle and uh, – oh, wait, no, it was the third down play where they brought in Brian Hill the first time. And, I mean, the – they pushed every one of our players back to Matt Ryan. I mean, it was it was ridiculous. I mean, we got no push when we were trying to run the ball up the middle.
2: Uh, I thought you were going for the fourth down play where we did a play action and Matt Ryan tried to roll out right and got sacked.
1: Well, that well, he should never have rolled out right. Like, what, what's he doing rolling out right? Because <laughs> there's nobody open. Yeah. So he's trying and to the buy time. Couldn't hold up more than three seconds. Julio's on the other side. He's rolling to the like, like, roll the other side. Throw the ball up in the air and give Julio a chance to catch it. Like that's my thing. When it's fourth, just it doesn't matter if there's an
0: interception. You just got to do something. Give it, give somebody a chance.
1: And that's the other. Like, why why are we running play like? If it's a fourth down, if you see it's not going to work, just throw the ball up to wherever Julio is. Give him a chance. Like, <laughs>
0: Just throw it towards Julio.
1: Well, Matt Ryan's trying to throw these little out passes that get deflected half the time. And it's just like, well. So well, I, when I you throw the
0: ball the, 54 times in a game, though, I'm guessing his arm was a little worn out.
1: I mentioned the fourth down plays. We haven't really gone into those as much as we should because I think that's why we <laughs> lost the game. Because.
0: I I'm 100% with you. I, I told y'all that in, in texting back and forth during that game that that I thought it was it was Dan Quinn coaching as if his job was on the line. Uh, you don't you don't see coaches go for it on fourth down in the first game when you're trailing by what seven? What was it? Was it maybe seven three ten three something like that? Yeah, most of like them you, are one possession games, and it's like he's
1: it, going for it. It's like nobody yeah. does that.
0: Yeah, that's not that's not a recipe for success and to me that's a problem. Like you can't he can't coach although his job is on the line. He can't coach the team differently because his job's on the line. Does that make sense like obviously he has preparation all that stuff, but these fourth downs going for it like he was that's going to that's going to going to end up burning him more than it is helping him. And who's uh, our
1: game management coach? Like why do we pay somebody in that role if he's just I mean, he's firing off at the hip. And it's not like we have a scheme advantage like we did with Shanahan. I mean, we're just running out these, you know, passes out to the flat. You know, we don't even go past the first down line. We hope we hope that the player can catch the ball, make a move, and get the first down. I mean, the third down routes so we're running short of the first down line constantly this game. We're driving me crazy because it's like, I mean, you're relying way too much on you know the person catching the ball and then ma- making an offensive move after that.
0: Yeah, yeah, running running routes that are that are short of short of that first down line makes zero sense to me. I, there there may be one or two two guys in routes that maybe are short, but you've got to press that that uh, that first down line for sure. Yeah, the, the fourth downs was a problem. I'm I'm with you 100. percent I'm hoping that doesn't continue. Uh, even though he uh, Garrett was like, well, you can't blame the, the coach. He got the first down on the fake punt. But my thing is, you shouldn't be going for it. Like, you just punt the ball. Make, them, make it a long field for him. They had short fields the whole time.
2: It wouldn't have mattered, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the drive chart in the second half. So they didn't punt a single time in the second half. It was first possession. They did the <laughs> fake punt and fumbled. Next possession is a turnover on downs. They went for it on fourth and two at the 11 that's when matt ryan got sacked uh let's see we had a touchdown next drive then we went for it on fourth down again fourth and three at the 35 and it was incomplete then we had touchdown and then interception you know, at the end of the game
1: and and the one where we had, we had so. it at 11 i mean he's taking points off the board i mean that's an easy field goal and it, it was yeah. still close. Enough. I mean, the game was not out of hand at that point. So, I...
2: No, because it would have been 15-28 at that point. Correct. We held Seahawks to a field goal, and we kicked a touchdown. Or, yeah, scored a touchdown. So, you know, it could have been a one-possession game there. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just over it. Yeah, I don't know. What, like... I, already. Just because yeah. it – And it's not because – I don't know. To me, it's just nothing's changed. That's what's so hard – I think that's the most frustrating thing as a fan is they're trying to do the same thing year after year here for the past couple years. Dirk Cutter is not a great play caller. He's not a great schemer. He's not going to wow you with any play calling. He can only be successful – If he has great players, a great line. And that seems like what it is with Dan Quinn. Or, I know he's not controlling the defense this year, but his scheme of defense, yeah, he can do it when you've got Pro Bowl caliber players scattered all over your defense.
0: Yeah, in Seattle he had a defensive line where he didn't have to blitz, right? That's his coverage, right? He wants to do that cover three. Yeah. And have had rush a, cover three this
2: ridiculous D line, a Pro Bowl linebacker or two, yep. and then in the back end you had Earl Thomas, you had Cam Chancellor. Yeah, like, well, yeah, you had almost the Pro Bowl team. We Obviously, you were good.
1: We shouldn't rush three the rest of the year unless we're up like twenty eight points. No, you just can't do it.
0: it yeah, was part of the watching the uh, the Monday night game, you know, last night with with the Steelers defense, and I know those. It's different players, right? The Steelers. De- I would take the Steelers defense, every one of those players onto our team over our guys without a question. I would swap defenses in a heartbeat. Now they would probably swap offenses as well because their offense is pretty terrible. But uh, just watching how exotic. Did, did you see Benny Snell run? Be- oh. I'm not saying coordinators, not coordinators. I'm talking players. I'm
2: not talking about coordinators.
0: The Falcons got, offensive you players.
2: Got Juju, are... You
0: got Juju. You got Juju or Snell. Julio.
2: I'm just saying going forward.
0: So there's no, to me it's not even a comparison. Uh, Steelers offense, Falcons offense, but that's just me. Jeremy, you look like you're about to burst into laughter.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I agree, but it's just, we just need a new coaching staff. It's just, we need to get the season over with and fire the coaching GM and start over. Like we should have done last year. I, oh, I can't do another think, rebuild, man. It's not a rebuild. It's terrible. It, yeah. They're, call it what it is right
2: now. We should have been <laughs> rebuilding last year, Correct. but we decided to go on a six-game win streak or whatever.
0: We're going to do it again. Again, we're one game, right? So I, I agree we're all down. We're all upset that the Falcons lost. It looked bad, at, at, not at times. Most of the time, there were some bright moments like we talked about, but... Wait, did we
1: talk, we talk we talked about bright moments, Garrett?
0: Yeah, the defensive line, Todd Gurley, the first half, linebackers, got three were, sacks. Yes, they <laughs> it took like that first
2: drive. <laughs> you you understand that when Tack got that first sack, they were already signing the papers for his fifth year option.
0: No, well, they declined oh, yeah. his fifth year option. Level. Yeah, it's been declined. Uh,
2: whatever, writing up his new contract. Then, Uh-oh.
1: yeah, attack's not coming back. But Daniel, that, we had a big sack, but then they drove what eighty yards and scored a touchdown the first drive. I mean, and there was another sack on that same drive, and they still drove right down. I mean, it was- to me,
2: to be successful in the NFL, it's I think it's hard, obviously, to have sustained long term success for coaching, and to be, I think the coaches that can do it and the coordinators that can do it are just. I think above and beyond on the play calling and the scheming and just can get creative and work with the players they have and maximize their talent, like Shanahan and like Sean Payton. uh, Yeah, Sean Payton and uh, what's his name out in L.A.?
0: Sean McVay.
2: Sean McVay and Andrew Reid. But when you look at our staff and you look at Dirk Cutter, they're like the anti that you know. They're just like, well, this is what I've always done, so I'm sticking with it.
1: Yeah, he got fired in Tampa. It,
2: yeah, he's been fired a couple times.
0: He been fired. He's been fired from Al- in Atlanta yes. before he went to Tampa.
2: And I feel so, like he's back trying to do the same thing. Yes, it's just not working. That's that's my biggest frustration of why I write him off so quickly. Because it's like, well, I'm watching you do the same thing that didn't work last year or For the year before. before. I before.
0: Well, I wish I could write them off. I I know Jeremy's a lot like me. When they lose, that rest of that day is pretty pretty much a, a a wash for me, and it usually carries into the next day as well of not being super excited because the Falcons lost the this the game you know the day before. So. I need them to have a good uh, a good ter- bounce back against the Cowboys because I've already been calling that the Cowboys are not as good as everybody says they are, that Dak Prescott is highly overrated. And I think I'm right, but we're going to find out. I'm a little concerned about the wide receiver situation after seeing our defensive backs. But
1: hey, in a few yeah, days, we're, we're going to have to have a, uh, a redo. Secondary. But we all agree. Like if we don't win this game, season's over. Right. I would agree. If we lose, I think what's going to happen, if we lose to the
0: Cowboys, I don't, I'm not saying it's going to be over, but it's not going to be good. And if we lose to the Bears, I think that's when coaches get fired. Because, uh, like,
2: well, Jeremy, you had us going 3 0 to start the season. So
1: I told you I <laughs> want to redo my rankings.
2: <laughs> if we don't get a win until we play the Panthers in week four, yikes
1: it wouldn't be as bad. Like I mean, we do have a pretty hard schedule if you look at it in totality. That's why I'm kind of shocked that I ended us being ten and six. But like I just went in against the Seahawks just because I thought that our offense would do more than it obviously did in the game. I didn't content. I I would never have thought we'd go for it four times on fourth down. But, <laughs> you know, that was shocking, but. It's just I I think this is a kind of must-have game and it's weird to say that for week 2 but I just don't think that our coaching staff could rally the team for another year if we start 0-2. Yeah,
2: the Cowboys with a new coaching staff, though, they're probably thinking it's a must-win game as well since yeah. Yeah. Lost week 1.
0: So yeah, yeah, it's going it's going to be two teams desperate I, not to go
2: 0-2. I feel or, like their play calling is just going to run all over our defense.
1: But having the Bears, I mean, having the Bears, I mean, the Packers looked great last week. So if you have the Bears and Packers week three and four, I mean, you, you at best split those games. That has you one and three to start the year at best. And I don't, I don't see how we come back from that. Cause I don't, you know, I don't think our divisions as good as I thought it was initially, which Will be positive. I mean, I I wasn't impressed by the Saints or the uh, Buccaneers. You weren't impressed by the Saints? No. Hmm. I
2: don't
1: know. No, I'm not impressed by the Saints. I mean, Drew Brees, man, is... You think the Bucs are just that bad? The Bucs are not very good. I mean, they have the same issues they did last year, and people were kind of putting Brady as a fix-all for everything, and he is old. He's old. Yeah, he he looked old. Yeah, it's showing quickly. I mean, it was like... Watching the white Jameis Winston. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah.
0: So I, it's again. Let's. It's one week. There was no preseason. We Super Bowl year. We start. We lost the first game. Like first week of the season. <laughs> the first week of the season, you can't really make a determination on how good or bad a team is. So. I'm going to give wait, wait, it the Cowboys. I'm going to give it the Bears. After the Bears game, I'll make my determination on on our 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 future our season.
1: I keep seeing that terrible stat on Twitter about how we lost the first game of the year we went at the Super Bowl. What what was the stat last year that kept trying to pump to us? It was something about um, something about the Saints or I forget. I'll, I'll post it on Twitter, but it, it was like a rallying call. Hey, we beat the Saints this game, and then we went to the playoffs. It was like a week, week eleven game or something. We we won all our games, and they were trying to talk us in that we were going to do that last year. So I'll figure what that out. What that is, but that that's a garbage take, Daniel. You need to take that back. Though <laughs> so we, we we lost week one and went to the Super Bowl because we're not that. I've team. got high
0: hopes still. It's not it's not a lost season. One game we've got we've got fifteen left. Let's see what we do after the Bears game. So give it two more games before we make a call.
1: But Daniel, how, how, mm-hmm. I know you're saying that, but like, did you see the decisions Dan Quinn made? I mean, we yes, were I about it and yes, I did.
0: Yes, I was down on them, and then I was back up on them, and then I was down on them again, and now I'm back up on them again. So it's a roller coaster with the Falcons, but I've got faith that they're going to turn it around against
1: the Cowboys. Okay, but follow-up question what's the game day coordinator doing in his role because <laughs> i read an article about him and uh we need a refund
0: <laughs> i think we need to apply for that position i think you'd be a great game day coordinator jeremy
1: yeah because if he if he ended up going for it the third time or fourth time i would be like hey you need to take a bathroom break or something like this is awful like I think shower. next show,
0: Garrett, we should have a, a deal where you have to or or maybe the folks on YouTube have to guess what one of the items are behind Jeremy in those cabinets and if they guess correctly then then they get to Garrett Jeremy will send one to them. Is that a paint deal like back
1: there? <laughs> oh
0: man Garrett's inspecting Charlie a giant.
2: I see a giant painting. Is that? Did Good. you do that? Is that? Is that oil painting?
0: Where are you looking? Over your yeah, over there in that corner. Over oh, there's the right picture frames. For the people listening, this is terrible, <laughs> terrible audio. <laughs>
2: They'll understand uh, when they check out the YouTube channel. There we or,
0: go. Or whatever other website?
2: Wherever, this gets posted know, to, wherever yeah,
0: wherever it ends up going. All right, let's uh let's wrap up on the Falcons. What what are y'all's takes for next week? Oh, no, Falcons Cowboys. I
2: got, Cowboys. I, got one, I got one more thing to add to this game. What's over Daniel's shoulder? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> you have so many rooms. You have an empty room with nothing but a computer and a microphone.
0: There's a printer back there. There's a trash can. Over here is another computer.
2: All right, continue with your sports talk.
0: Car seat over here. Uh, All right. Do
2: we want to talk? Do you want to talk about the Braves real quick? We
0: well, before we do, stat. let's 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 give our pick for next week, and then
2: we've already done the picks for the whole year. You mean, well, it
0: right? might have changed. You just Jeremy. I guarantee Jeremy's pick has changed. Jeremy, the Falcons uh, winning or losing next week?
1: We're winning next week.
2: What? That's not <laughs> true.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> I need I need to win. I've got an the L.
0: Daniel, you had it as a W. I still have it as a W because I think Dak Prescott yeah. is is a hot mess. He's garbage. It doesn't matter. <laughs>
2: <I> to- <laughs> that's what you don't you don't have to. It doesn't matter what the other team is. It's the Falcons can't beat anybody.
1: I told you I think who were the, the quarterbacks
2: we lost to last
1: year? A lot
0: of Kyler, bad ones. Kyler I don't want to go down Kyler that road. Murray. This isn't last year. Well, hey, we have uh, Tugger. We on some Kyler Murray. That's,
1: that's debatable if it's last year.
0: Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's. Terrible too. Get out of here with that.
2: Well, he just beat the 49ers.
0: They have Jimmy G. Let's let's be honest here. They didn't trust Garoppolo to throw the ball, but like eight times in the NFC Championship game, or this was it the Super Bowl. I don't even remember what game it was. It was the Super Bowl that they lost in. So yeah, it's uh, Jimmy G. Jimmy G. is terrible.
2: All right, Garrett Braves.
0: What do you got on the Braves?
2: So a quick, quick fun fact right now: the Braves playing the Baltimore. This is game two of the series. We won't talk playing, about game
0: one. Hang on, they're playing the Baltimore. The Baltimore, Yes. Oh, okay,
2: right? Didn't they get rid of their name, the Baltimore baseball team? Right? No,
1: that's can, can
2: the keep, Orioles is keep, offensive to me.
1: Can they keep Malone? Can we just drop him off there and let him say there? <laughs> wow, well,
0: I don't know. The I don't Orioles, care by the way, have goes. the best uniform in baseball. He can't, he can't question that it, without a question. Best uniforms in baseball, are the Orioles. What? Those things are outstanding. Look at that. That hat is amazing. You can't deny that. What's so special about him? It's just old
2: school. Anyways, the Orioles manager got ejected. So do you know who's taking over the responsibilities for this game? Oh,
0: yes. Freddie Gonzalez. Baltimore,
2: the Baltimore bench coach, Freddie Gonzalez. Nice. Um, facing off against Brian Snicker, who replaced him.
1: Battle of nice. the brains.
2: It was so much better. He's been able to keep his job for three years.
0: <laughs> so All right, what's, the are, the, are, are the Braves winning?
2: Yeah, they're up two nothing.
0: Really, That's it's shocking. about setting up for the playoffs at this point, right? Like, like I said like, a few weeks ago, the the rotation's starting to come together. Ian Anderson's looking like a stud. What is that face? What what is that? Excuse me. <laughs> Ian is looking like a stud. You've got Freed coming back. Uh you've got Cole Hamels who's gonna be coming back and making a a start here this week. That's all to me we're good. Kyle Wright looked impressive the other day. So I've got okay, faith you
2: did more than one one game.
1: And... I mean it's it's it is good though. I mean it's good to see him actually look good in a start. I mean that hasn't happened ever, so Appreciate it. Tukey. Oof, man. Tukey. Uh, I mean, he can't start another game in Atlanta, can he, this year? I mean, that was awful.
0: No, yeah, he's not coming back up.
2: And I heard but, someone talking about how he's still, he's still young and he's got an opportunity to get better. But that was his 37th Major League appearance. And you still can't throw strikes?
1: Yeah. When I, I don't like. I mean, some done, of the but, young
2: guys, I you know, Kyle Wright is is one. Like he he doesn't really have a whole lot of appearances. No. But when you're close to forty, going over probably a three year period, three or four season period, you got to be better than that.
0: I was not impressed. I'd never watched you a pitch before. With all the all the starts that he's had, uh, he's not bad. Like dude's got ninety seven, ninety eight mile an hour fastball. <laughs> so I mean, if, Again, if he's not you just a starter, gotta be
2: consistent. Yeah, you got to be consistent. And I think yeah, like his his ERA coming out of the pen is like a two. Or yeah. his Starting ERA was like a fifteen.
0: You know. Yeah, I think he's got a. I mean, you have ninety-eight mile an hour fastball stuff. You you got a
1: spot moving forward. Yeah, but it kind of bothers me the way we've handled pitchers the last couple of years, to where we brought up these starters and kind of throw them in the bullpen. Instead of kind of giving him a chance to start from the beginning, because I mean, Nukem, we kind of wasted a lot of. I feel like I mean, I, I do we think we're gonna get much more from Nukem? I mean, Kara's shaking his head. Now. What is, <laughs> no, no, I don't that? think
2: we are. I'm trying to figure out what's happening.
0: <laughs> I've got a cramp in my leg, so I'm trying to stand up so it'll go away. I see, a but I'm too butt, tall. Sure. So now the now the You're <laughs> Now the camera can't see me, so you're, you're getting the shoulders. Because <laughs> you're not letting any blood flow to the
2: lower <laughs> body. On.
0: This is not a tight fitting. Y'all are ridiculous. If you, you have to go check out the video for all the people watching. This Too is many not a, checks
1: maybe. Is that the issue? Daniel, we got going.
0: I, oh, my god! How
1: gosh. do we start streaming
2: this live on the Twitter? Can we <laughs> yeah, do that? Do we have those capabilities? Yeah, probably- uh, I think we may. What do the kids watch these days? Is it Twitter TikTok? Live? TikTok. Yeah, it's gonna get, get banned, TikTok. though, isn't it? We can we can
0: send out some snaps.
2: Behind the oh. scenes
0: snaps. At uh, what point do I just lay down because the cramps hurt so bad?
2: It's probably time to wrap this up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do, can I get a uh, sent to the IL for a cramp during a podcast? I'm, I'm over here drinking water to try to help with the cramp. <laughs> so, based on the injury during podcasting, we're going to call this one. Next week, Garrett, Falcons are winning, right?
2: Nope. You're the worst. They're going to lose 38-21.
1: We're having a funeral for their season if they lose next week. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, that's it for episode thirty-five. I'm gonna
0: go uh, try to stretch out this cramp. Garrett's gonna go make that bed in the background. Guess what? Jeremy's hiding back in his vault of windows behind him.
2: Speaking of how many cabinets you got back
0: there, uh, see that's that's a lot. Four. How, how many things belong to you that are in those cabinet? Those cabinets?
1: Um, there's a bobblehead. <laughs>
0: that's awesome all right that's it we'll wrap it up that is it for episode 35 of the atlanta sports podcast if you want to check out that video of the podcast tonight be sure to uh, follow us on twitter at atl sport podcast that's at atl sport podcast we'll share where you can track that down at and check out what we're talking about on our website, the Atlanta Sports As always, thank you for listening and have a great week, Atlanta.